0: Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast by EF3. I'm your host, Dan Jason. At EF3 Life, we are committed to sharing life with you as we journey on together. We believe in self-improvement, growth, and impacting the lives of others. Our four pillars are deeply rooted in the areas of education, faith, fitness, and finance. Spreading love, positivity, and the good news while we grow up to become the best version of ourselves is what we strive for. We believe in obtaining greatness and desire to empower people as we work to share this platform to inspire those we encounter and build up the kingdom. Be sure to visit ef3life.com and follow us on social media at ef3life. Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast. I'm your host, Dan Jason. I'm so grateful you're here with me today as we're talking about the cross. And recently we celebrated Our Lady, Our Mother of Sorrows, Mary, on the celebration right after the celebration of the cross. And it's just an amazing time during the church calendar to take some opportunities to reflect on our own life and the crosses that we face, the power that's in the cross and what Jesus did on the cross. And as I reflect on life itself, on the things that have come my way, and as you journey along with me, It's super important and critical for each of us to take control of what we can and to embrace suffering. Now that's something for all of us to have to grapple with. It's really hard and difficult for our human hearts, our spirit, for our mind, for our bodies to be able to deal with suffering and to learn to embrace it. It's something that I'm trying to invite you into because there's so much mystery. There's so much beauty And there's so much triumph when we think of the cross itself. Clearly, as Christians, the cross stands for a great symbol of triumphing over death. You know, death itself, Jesus was up there and he died for us. He bled. He was pierced in the side and the sorrow was there as well. And That's why we celebrate Our Lady of Sorrows, Mary, the virgin mother who was there at the foot of the cross when her son was killed, when he was brutally hung upon that tree so that way He could take away our sins, but it only had to happen because He knew that He had to raise from the dead and it didn't end on the cross, but that's where it starts. And it's so important for us as people of faith, as we're journeying along in this life, to understand life is hard and there's going to be moments that we face Friday. And I mentioned Friday, and I mentioned it in the past on this podcast, because Friday moments come. They hit us, and they blindside us from time to time. And we can be crucified. But there's also a matter of the cross where we crucify the things in our lives that have been robbing us of our freedom, that have been taking us away from the Lord, that have been veering us on a different path instead of the narrow path. Remember, why is the path that leads to destruction— How narrow the gate that leads to life. And we know that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And there's only one way to Him and to the Father, and that's through the cross. So if you're thinking to yourself, you know, how am I today going to celebrate what God has done in my life and understand that through the pain, through the difficulties, and through the sufferings, real, true, triumphant moments can take place, transformation is occurring. And I can often think about the hardest points in my life where I felt like the crucifixion, the Friday moments were apparent. They were real. Life slammed me upside the head. And I was like, where was God? He was there along the way. And that's why the cross is so powerful, so vigilant, and so vibrant in our own life. Because it is more than a symbol. It's alive. It's breathing. It's there as Jesus journeys along with us through it all. We're so lucky and blessed to have the Lord who loves us so much that He was willing to die for us and He does so daily so that way our sins can be forgiven. He had to pay the price once and for all but He's there for us every single day and we just got to call on His name. So when you think about the sorrow, when you think about the agony, all the things that went through it and His mother being there and watching it take place, that had to be such great pain her heart just bursts with love for her son, but it also bursts with love for you and for me, the children of the world, because she's the mother of the church. And there's this great connection, because as Jesus was up there, as he was saying his final words of encouragement, of inspiration, of love from the cross, amidst the pain, the bleeding, and the death that was imminent, he did something that was so profound He gave us all to his mother as her children. When he said to the blessed Apostle John, Behold, this is your mother. And then he went and turned and said to his mother, Behold, this is your son. And then John took her into his home. And that's just a symbol and an amazing, powerful example of who Mary can be for us and ultimately who Jesus is. Because the Savior of the world, the story didn't end there, as we all know. We're all very familiar with the resurrection and Easter, but it starts with the cross. You might be thinking, well, why are we talking about this in September? You know, right now, we're far away from even Christmas, let alone Easter. But when we have these times and these feasts, when we're celebrating the things in our life, when things are really easy and going our way, we don't often Think about those that we've triumphed over and the victories that have been won and the sacrifices that were made. You right now could be carrying an immense cross in your life, or you know somebody who's carrying one in theirs. And it just so happens that none of us have to carry it alone. Hopefully we each have somebody that's willing to journey with us like Simon of Cyrene to help us to lighten the load. But even if you don't have a human being that's there for you, If you can't rely on somebody else, you can rely on the Lord because he's done it. He carried that cross to Calvary and then was nailed to it, and he gave himself willingly so we could be reunited with the Father. And the beautiful thing is his mother was there through it all. She not only watched it, but she prayerfully reflected and kept these things in her heart. She understood the power of what Christ was doing, and she also understood that he was giving her to the world as the mother of us all. And if we have a mother who loves us that much, if we have somebody who's willing to intercede for us on our behalf, and we have God on our side, who else do we need and who else do we need to turn to, especially when life gets difficult, when things are really hard, when we don't know where else to turn? We only have to turn to the Lord because He is there with us. And the beautiful thing is he takes our place for us. Now when it comes to crucifying the things in our lives that are sinful or leading us down the wrong path we have to focus on that as well because so often in our life we can get comfortable with things that are actually wrong or actually leading us farther away from God and a holy way of living. And certainly nobody's perfect and I'll be the first to tell you each of us has our own challenges and struggles. Things that we're dealing with And ways that we know that transformation is necessary in our life. But if we think about St. Paul also, and the way that he explained that we are crucified to Christ and to the cross, then those things that have been eating us up on the inside, or those things that we've been paying very much attention to that are kind of taking us away from God and from His love, we can actually do away with them. We can actually make them dead. We can crucify them so that way we can become closer to the Lord. And in doing so, we grow in our faith. Because certainly the journey of faith and the road to eternal life is not easy. It's hard. But it's actually quite simple when we think about that it really comes down to one word and that is love. And that's what the cross is about. It's the greatest act of love that there ever was in human history. Now, something that I always want to come to the light and understand even more is to grow closer to the Lord in the sorrow. Because if I can grow closer to Him in those times of difficulty, if I can come to realize how Jesus is helping me during the darkness, during the periods of drought, during the times when I feel far, far away, then I can too lead that helping hand to somebody else and be like Christ for others. because. So often people will come to those that they can really trust. And that's the question that we have. Can you truly trust the Lord? Amidst the crosses that you face, do you trust Jesus that he has your back, that he's willing to and able to carry those burdens with you? After all, he's the one who said, take upon me my yoke and I'll make it easy and I'll make it light. He's gonna make it easier for us. But so often we have to travel through or around hurdles and difficulties. We have to traverse mountains in our life that come our way. And there's this question that continues to come up, especially when I'm speaking to younger people or those who don't understand some of the things and happenings in their life, especially the sufferings. And that's why does God allow bad things to happen to good people? If he really loved me, why would he allow such and such event to take place in my life or to hurt somebody that I care for so dearly. God doesn't allow these bad things to happen or want them to happen. They take place. And I really believe that it's through His love and His grace that we're able to not only deal with them, but we're able to somehow. God, through His transformative power, through His abundant mercy, is able to share with us a piece of His heart. And that's why he took the cross. That's why he was up there. That's why he was suffering. Because he realized what you are going through right now and what you will go through in the future. Because there is no life without human suffering. As much as we would hope for that, it's not possible. Everybody in their life is going to face these moments. Some more so than others and some more intense than others as well. But the fact is that the road is a bumpy one. There are things that are taking place right now in your life that maybe you wish you could escape. There's no quick and easy fix for them. Even with God in your life, maybe it's not going to go away, but what will take place is His grace will come in, His love will help to heal you, and the wounds that you've been receiving due to the difficulties you face in this world during your lifetime will begin to mend. Yes, will you have scars in your body? Sure you will. Think about Jesus when he came back, when he was raised from the dead, and he appears in the upper room to the apostles. And we have doubting Thomas, and he said, I won't believe until I put my hands in your side and touch your wounds. And Jesus invites him to do so. Our wounds are battle scars. They also are signs of faith. So when you think about the wounds you've received from this life, and you've continue to persevere and overcome those things by being faithful amidst how difficult it could be. That is a prime example of a witness to the Christian faith. When you're walking around and you're speaking to other people, you're willing and able to be vulnerable and to explain to them what God has done for you, how His mercy, grace, and love has helped you to conquer the things that were truly difficult and just radically changed your life. That's something that nobody else can understand unless we've been through it. Because if we're not relatable to other people, how can we continue to walk with them or provide the nourishment, the encouragement, and the amount of faith that it takes to persevere over these difficult and drastic things that are faced? So my point here and my hope is that you'll look at the crosses in your life, the suffering, the difficulties, the death, Sometimes even the devastation in a new manner. Is it good in and of itself? No. But what does it help us to receive? It allows us to be perseverant. It grows in us a toughness, a willingness to rely on God. Because in relying on God, we can be made whole, holy and complete. Life to the Fullest podcast is brought to you by EF3 Life. Make sure to visit EF3Life.com for more episodes of this podcast, as well as resources and books like my bestseller, Fire Burning Within. Fiercely taking on life to achieve victory with God leading you every step of the way. And make sure to follow us at EF3 Life on social media. When we have things that are too easy, when life is very simple and things are just going our way all the time. It's human nature to kind of drift away and to not always be grateful. I'm first and foremost somebody who lives that out. Unfortunately, I'm trying to be better at being more authentically grateful and have more gratitude for the Lord who does so much in my life. But if I don't face these difficult moments or reflect on life and how God has led me through to be perseverant, overcome the mountains, the hurdles, and the difficulties, it could be easy to forget about them. The scars, though, are reminders, the reminders of God's steadfast love, because He fills in the cracks, He fills in the gaps, and He fills in our wounds. He heals us with His love. And that's the cross. The cross is the bridge between our Heavenly Father and us, and that bridge is Jesus Christ. And if you have a relationship with the Lord, there's not anything that you're facing right now or that you'll face in the future that you're not able to overcome. Because just like Jesus conquered the cross and death and the grave, you too will conquer what you're going through, and he'll raise you to the newness and fullness of life. We know that he is the resurrection and the life. But in order to be raised, in order to get to the triumphant moments, in order to get to the top of the mountain, to be made new, you first have to sometimes conquer the things that are really hard. And that takes persistence. And it takes not running away from them. You know, when you look at yourself in the mirror and you think about the stuff that you are maybe not doing correctly, the stuff that you've tried to avoid, the relationships that are not going as well as they could be because maybe you need to ask for forgiveness or forgive somebody else. Or maybe there is something in your life that's holding you back, some type of sin or some type of other factor that's not allowing you to get closer to God you got to look at yourself in the mirror. you got to think, what am I doing with my life? Why am I here? And who am I living for? Because if we just live for ourselves, nothing that we do is going to have true and lasting joy. But if we live for the Lord who created us, who gave us everything, who blesses us each and every day with air in our lungs and new opportunities for resurrection moments, amidst the triumph of the crosses that we face, then we'll have a new aspect, a new way of approaching life in itself, and we'll actually be truly alive. Because there's nobody who goes through suffering that isn't made stronger, that isn't made tougher, that isn't made able to overcome the next things that come their way. And we can do that if we look ourselves in the mirror and say, I'm going to do this. And I don't have to do it alone. That's the very best part. You know, I often get saddened. By thinking about there's so many people out there whose souls don't know the Lord. And I'm saying that because unfortunately there are people who have closed themselves off from God. And sure, there are reasons that people have done so. But my hope and my prayer is that if you're somebody who's felt like, you know, I don't know where God has showed up in my life. I feel like I haven't faced the most challenges, but maybe I have faced some that have been really difficult to overcome, I don't know where he he has seen or where he has showed up. Start looking at the little blessings. I encourage you just to write down some things. Each day, take five minutes, jot down the most difficult moments of your day, maybe the things that caused you pain and suffering, but then one or two blessings, something that made you smile, something out of the blue that happened that was like, wow, that was a beautiful moment maybe, just maybe, that was God showing up. And if you start seeing those two things, what starts to happen is, you start to notice, yes, suffering is around, but amidst that suffering, there's some beautiful things taking place. There's transformations in our own life. There are people who are showing up in the lives of others who are helping them through their trying times. And that's where God is present. He's present on the cross. He's present also in our lives each and every day and He wants you to invite Him in so that way He can help you through these times. Love always wins. And that's why Jesus won victory over death on the cross. The cross is one of the greatest, if not the greatest, symbol of our faith because it's what we do each and every day. It's how we live. And when we make the sign of the cross, it's a reminder to us of what we're living for. More so who we're living for. Because when we live with conviction, passion and purpose, no matter what we face, it can be conquered. God is with you. He's there by your side. He's not going to leave you nor forsake you. And He wants the very best for you. You have the ability to do it. You have what it takes. He's given you His breath of life and He wants to see you Be successful. He also wants to see how you can conquer the cross and trust in his son who did it once and for all. Because that's the best part, you don't journey alone. My hope is that today and every day from this point on, you may look about the sufferings that you face in a different manner. You may look at them as actually an opportunity to grow closer to Christ, to renew your trust in him, to rely and be dependent fully on God. There are many things in this life that we can control, and there are so many that are out of our control. It just so happens that so often the crosses that we face are completely out of our control. And if they are, then we have to leave it into the maker of the Father's hands because he does have control. We have to trust, we have to understand, we have to pray. And that's where Mary was at the foot of the cross. She found herself on her knees praying with her son for him and with those that are gathered there, Mary Magdalene, the blessed apostle John, and some others. And they are there and they are in prayer, present. And we know where two or three are gathered in his name, there he is also. Understand, it's a community of faith. It's the church, the body of Christ in the world. And we all know and can agree that the world is facing serious pain right now. Amidst the pandemic, amidst those who are not getting along in various regions, countries fighting, wars taking place, people disrespecting others, our own nation in the United States completely disrespecting one another due to countless issues. Nobody can do this alone. We have to be a united people and Jesus can help unite us. He asked as a good shepherd to bring everybody into his fold. The invitation is out there. And although the way of the road of the cross is not an easy one, what I can tell you and guarantee is that Jesus showed us that it's one that leads to victory. It's one that ends with triumph. The resurrection is on the other side. So if you're somebody who's battling and facing these hard times right now, realize that those hard times aren't going to last forever. And even if you're somebody who's suffering from a terminal illness, some kind of terrible disease or other kind of physical ailment that seems like it will never end, you are going to receive a new body someday with the resurrection to new life when you enter the heavenly gates. If you're somebody who's facing this mental anguish, you have such suffering in your mind or in your spirit, realize that prayers are going to uplift you. People in your life are going to encourage you and God is gonna show up in your life. You just have to believe it and you have to receive it. Regardless of any kind of difficulty you face today, God loves you and he wants what's best for you and he wants to help you to be able to overcome these difficulties. Trust in him. Ask the Blessed Mother for her help and her intercession and understand that you're one prayer away from things getting better in your life Because you'll receive the love of God. And His love, His limitless power, can radically transform your situation. Believe, receive, and understand the way of the cross is the way to a real life. A life of Christ. Suffering is going to happen. And it will not be easy. But guess what? Things that are worth living for are not easy. But they always end with great merit. And at the end of the age, when you're facing your Lord and you see him face to face, hopefully he'll be able to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter your master's joy. Because that's even what Jesus did on the cross to the thief, the one who actually realized at the end of the age that he had done wrong. And he said, please remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to that man that was up there, who had been a robber, who had done some really terrible things in his life, he said, today you will be with me in paradise. See, it's never too late. It's never too late to begin again. It's never too late to receive God's love and know that He accepts you and wants to invite you just the way you are. When it gets heavy, when times get tough, when you don't know who to turn to, turn to Christ. Look at the cross. Gaze at Him. Lay down at His feet. Prostrate yourself to the Lord. Be there like Mary at His foot and understand that everything that you do when you raise your eyes up to the Lord, to our Heavenly Father, will help you to get through what it is that you're facing today. God bless you, God loves you, and know that the way of the cross is a way to a true and lasting life, one that never ends, one that leads us to eternity with our Heavenly Father. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, we thank you for dying for us, for the triumph that you had on the cross. Amidst the suffering, amidst the difficulties of our life, I ask you, Father God, to help each and every one of us to be able to be overcomers, to realize that the crucifixion, as difficult as it is, is something that we're able to overcome thanks to your great love, mercy, and fidelity. Help us, O Lord, to have transformative moments in our life. May the crosses that we face lead us to greater faith and trust in you. And ultimately, allow us to know that love always wins because you won the greatest victory of all as you conquered sin, death, and the grave through your cross and through your resurrection. And we pray this in the Savior's name. Amen. For EF3 Life, I'm your host, Dan Jason. This has been an episode of the Life to the Fullest podcast. Continue to check out more episodes, my books like Fire Burning Within, and other resources by visiting ef3life.com. And make sure to follow me on social media at ef3life. As Jesus himself said, I came so that they might have life and have it to the full. Keep crushing it out there and know that there's only one way to live, and that's life to the fullest.